Good afternoon. This is Rich Nast, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media, leader of the Embedded Computing Design franchise, where we talk about everything that has to do with embedded. Uh, this week, next week, last week, we're doing some special editions of our Embedded Executive podcast where we're talking about the COVID-19 pandemic um, and talking to, some ex talking to some executives and see how they're dealing and their teams are dealing. Um, and, we're, and we're sticking to the engineering questions here. We don't want to get into the politics at all. That's reserved for somebody else. Uh, the podcasts I've done to date have all been with folks in the U.S. And for better or worse, a lot of the answers that I've gotten have been very similar. So I decided to venture across the pond, and my guest for this podcast is Stefan Skurin, who is the CEO of IER Systems. Good afternoon, Stefan. How are you? Good afternoon, Rich. I'm doing just fine. Today I can actually give you some Florida weather uh, treats because we have a sun, sunshine and warm weather. So it's like we're at the same place, even though we're not. Okay, you have to define warm, because warm to me might be different than warm to you. <laughs> I should probably not get into that, because the Japanese people think that's really, really cold at 20 degrees, and I'm enjoying it a lot. So it is warm, but it's in warm in Swedish terms. Sorry for that. that that's quite all right, quite all right. Um, so as I said in my preamble, the folks that I've been speaking to about this um, have all been in the U.S. And for better or worse, I've gotten pretty much the same answer from everybody. They're working from home. They're making use of um, video conferencing tools. They're scheduling their engineers when they need to be in the office um, so they can go in one at a time. But um, I think it's a little different for you and your team. And I, I, and I guess it depends where in Europe you are. But for, and I apologize if I'm getting this wrong, but I don't think that it's as bad in your part of Sweden as it is in other parts of Europe or in other parts of the U.S. Is that accurate? I think it really depends on what you look at. I think that the statistics might say so in one way, and the statistics might say the opposite. If you compare it to our Nordic colleagues like Norway, Denmark, Finland, I think we're doing much worse, but it's also the, you know, how you read the statistics. If you look at the European situation and compare it to you know, Italy and France, I think we're doing quite good. But it's also the size of population, of course. Uh, so I think it's really different from one country to another. But I think we have no shelter in place or lockdown in Sweden, uh, where we have our headquarters. So I think it's more here that we follow the guidelines. And we have, uh, fortunate enough, uh, a very healthy organization, not only in Sweden, but globally as well. So, so far, we have no one really that infected by COVID-19. Now, when you say there's no shelter in place, is that for the entire country? That, that is for the entire country. We have, you know, social distancing, and, and the reason for that is that the government is really cautious about uh, the, the resources we have in, you know, the hospitals and, and protecting the, you know, some of the risk factors in the elderly, et cetera, et cetera. So we try to sort of manage uh, through social distancing. Um, we are, you know, in one way a traveling community. So I think we got COVID because of travel outside in Europe, and we don't want to spread it. So we try to stay where where we are. But usually we we tend to ski in this time of season, or just with, you know February March kind of time frame, and then we go to the beach, uh, like many other countries do. So 
Uh, we, we have no shelter in place, but strong recommendations to stay at home if you're not feeling well, but, but keep the wheels going if you're, if you're feeling okay and the office got enough policy. The biggest impact we have is, of course, the whole travel and hotel industry and all that. But from a business point of view, I think we are, we are doing fine. Uh, we can still do some work from home and we're a software company, so uh, we can do a mix of it. Well, that's interesting. That's really good news. So are your folks working from home in some instances, and are you making use of these video conferencing tools? Or, um, and what's your feeling about having people working at home versus having people in the office? You know, it, it's, as we are a public company, I'm, I'm sometimes, you know, approached by investors saying, hey, Stefan, you really run a global company. And where I've definitely had the experience of running a global company is with COVID-19. It started in China. They went home. They worked from home. And then it spread to Japan. Uh, they had now a second round uh, staying at home in Japan. Um, Korea is the same. So then you saw a shift into Europe. We met at the Better World, as you know, and the week after that, basically, Germany and Italy was closed. So we saw how it moved from APAC into Europe and then to the U.S. What I can say is that currently we have roughly seven out of 12 offices working from home. Sweden is, is partly working from home, but we're a healthy organization. But basically all others, all the American offices, uh, they are closed. The Cambridge is, is working from home as well. Germany, France trying to manage from one country to another with the different recommendations, but we're doing fine. What you feel and what you see in the system is that if you've been working from home for five, six weeks, of course you're exhausted. Uh, you need the social interaction, etc., etc. From an operational point of view, uh, it was a bit of a shock for us to have, you know, basically the Californian office close in a few hours because the Californian office is the hub for all the deliveries to all our customers uh, in the U.S. So to move the operations of delivery and, you know, customer care order and, and all of that shortly was, was a bit more panic uh, for us. But we're doing okay, uh, and we could work from home, and most of my employees are working from home today. Okay. So when this is all over, and assuming that the world gets back to normal, do you think that your folks will just go back to working as they always did, or are, are you learning something that they're going to work differently, that they're more productive working from home or, or something like that, or by using these other tools? It, it, I, I guess what I'm trying to say, is there any good we're going to see from this? You know, I, I, I see myself as a positive person and coming back to your previous question as well and, and, and using the tools. I think what we have learned is that go to meetings, Zoom or whatever, it's, it's working. When, when the U.S. turned into shelter in space, we realized that we could not book it for 2 o'clock in the afternoon. That's smart, but everybody did that. So, you know, the capacity and everything in that. So I think we definitely learn in, in interacting with, with each other in a more efficient way. I think most of my employees are actually missing the social interaction, run project meetings, run, you know, uh, efficiency in the fact that you actually meet. Um, I think from, hopefully from a positive point of view as well, I think we changed a bit in our behavior. I see that purchasing process, decision processes take longer time now, but you also discover the bottlenecks. 
how can you, from one customer that I talked to a few weeks ago, go from three days to do a purchase order into three weeks? Well, it's because five guys are not in the office. What are these five guys doing? So I think there will be a lot of efficiency talk. I hope from a social aspect that we will consider more, you know, how we travel, how we interact, you know, simple basic things like washing hands and all of that, um, of course, as well. But when I read about it and I read about the effect, I, I think it will be jumping back into a positive mood fairly sort of quickly. I've seen the change in Japan. I've seen the change in China. Um, so I think that I'm not on the negative side. I think there will be a lot of positive things out of this. But of course, the, from a financial or economic point of view, I think it will take some time. Um, I think I agree with pretty much everything that you said. Um, I would love to get back to where people are in the office. And, and I think that that social part of it is a huge part of how, how we get our jobs done. I'm a big believer in happy employees are much more productive employees. And I, I think it's when you're in the office with your colleagues, you share a common cause. Um, and I think that just makes people more productive. No, I, I totally agree. And I think that for us as a global company, we're used to having conference calls in the evenings, but now it's getting to sort of, you, you can't do that eight hours a day. So you really miss you know, the fact that we bring people to the headquarters in Uppsala and we go out there and travel and, you know, I travel basically half-time half on my job. So it, it's the social interaction with customers and partners and employees. Uh, I hope we can get back to that as, as soon as possible. Absolutely. Same here. Well, thank you, Stefan. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. No problem. I wish you all the best. Thank you. That was Stefan Scurran. He is the CEO of IAR Systems, and I am Rich Nass with Open System Media. You have a great day, Stefan. Thank you. Likewise.